Hi, millionaires. You are tuning in to Suddenly Still Podcast, episode 14. Today's topic we're going to discuss is money problems. I truly feel like everybody experiences money problems at different levels. I just want to start by saying, for one, if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure that you are commenting below, following us on all social media platforms. And if you are listening in on any of the major po podcast platforms that we are on, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, wherever you are listening in, make sure that you add Suddenly Still Podcast to your podcast listen list and make sure you're following us on all platforms. But anyways, today we're going to discuss money problems. I truly feel like people have the misconception with money problems that if you have more money, more problems. But and if you don't have any money, you don't you already have problems because you're broke. But I feel like everybody experienced money problems. Like. I truly believe that having money or, or making money, making a whole lot of money, that does not make you rich. But keeping money will make you rich and it can make you rich. For one, people tend to make a lot of money and then mishandle that money. We buy clothes and shoes and we have that I deserve mentality. Oh, I deserve this and I deserve that because I work so hard. Or I deserve this and I deserve that because I put in the work, the blood, sweat and tears or because I didn't get this as a child, or I didn't do this. Like, we have that I deserve mentality. And unfortunately, the I deserve mentality hinders us so much. Because we deserve so much, we lack so much. We don't know how to put our money into good use. We should use money as a tool to make us more money, so that our money is continuously in rotation. And that way, we are, essentially, we can get rich, or we can generate um, generational wealth or whatever we so have, you know, whatever our hearts desire. But we can never do that because we deserve so much. If you stop deserving so much, you will get the things that your heart desires. But you can't do that with the I deserve mentality. I deserve a trip because I have this amount of money or that amount of money. You do, but there's also a time and a place. When we first get money, like for me, I can say I mishandled money. When I first started making a lot of money, my first $45,000 a month, um, this was in 2021, I made $45,000 um, in one month, $20,000 here and there. And I remember like going to get my, <clears throat> when I got my Mustang truck, I got the Mustang Mach-E and I was just so happy about it because I deserved that truck because I had manifested it out loud. And for one, not only did I manifest it, it finally came out. I had been wanting this truck since 2018, 19 when it first started um, airing on advertisement. So for me, that truck was an accomplishment. I didn't need that truck at that time. I could have got it now. I could have been so much further ahead if I would have just waited. But I got what I got. And then not only that, I had just got my Camaro in March of 2021. So... And I then I had just got my Lincoln in June of 2020. So I didn't need no, like I didn't need a car. And then when I really, really was like, when I first started making money in 2020, I paid $10,000 to pay my first Camaro off. Paid that Camaro off two a month or two later when I got the Lincoln truck. I leased that because I didn't really know if I wanted it or not. I paid to get out of that lease in order to um to finally purchase my um 2020 uh, Camaro. And that was a March 2021. And then in June, July of 2021, I went ahead and got the Mustang. Now I'm sitting here like I have two cars. I did not pay my cars off in full because I wanted the credit. I wanted the revolving credit because I had just paid off a car. So, you know, at me being 
financially literate, I need something revolving on my credit. Yes, I had credit cards, but I like a, I like to have a good mix. So, of course, I financed them both. I put down a good amount, but I financed them both. And I only put down a good amount just so I could have a lower car payment a month because I had the money to buy them cash. But it's like, okay, now I did think there. Why would I take a lump sum of money out of my bank account to pay a whole car, $50,000, $60,000 truck, for, for for what? When I can make small payments and use that money in my bank account to go invest, flip, and profit, and then use my credit and credit lines to invest, flip, profit, and use the money in my bank account to be paying them credit lines down. Like, I had sense. Don't get me wrong. But I didn't need two cars. I did not deserve that. So, in the end of the day, I ended up selling my Camaro like a few months ago because I'm like, I don't drive it no more. Like I, when I was pregnant, I, it was very uncomfortable for me to get in and out the car. Then I have a family. My husband is six, five. My daughter is about to be six. She, her legs are long. Her getting in the back Camaro was just getting annoying to her. So we was not, I was, the, the Camaro was sitting. I knew the value it had and I literally made five figures back. I literally bought my car for, I think 29,000, when I did and I sold it for about the same amount. So really I no, it was like 26,000 cause I had a trade in and I sold it for the same amount. So literally I didn't, I didn't, um, it, it really didn't depreciate if I'm honest. So I was able to make, I think I owed like $11,000 left cause I was really just dropping money on it. So I owe like $11,000 left. And, um, yeah, I, I remember just having a $14,000 check. I don't know, God darn it, and I do not care. I remember my check was like $14,000 in profit. So, you know, that liability turned into an asset, and I was able to do a lot, you know, with that that little 14K. I'm not going to say little. It's, that's a good amount of money, 14K. I was able to do a lot with it. But for me, it was like I just got tired of, like, I was just sitting on assets. like I'm, And then it's like, yeah, I could have put it on Toro. I could have rented it out. I could have did all that. But it's like I don't feel like being bothered. Like, I don't want to be bothered with people. I don't like being bothered with people. Like, my businesses run themselves. I don't have to talk to anybody. My team handles everything. If I started this car rental business like I've been wanting to do, I was going to have to be, like, I know how to do it. I know how to start it. I know how to run it. I can run a car bi- rental business tomorrow. But in the end of the day, I don't like to be bothered. I don't want to be customer service and all that no more. I I did all that. I done paid my dues. I'm good. I'm going into year four with the millionaire table and we're doing fairly well. And I don't want to relapse and go backwards and go and be in all these people. Like I've really been able to focus on my podcast. I've been able to focus on my, my life content creating and just being in other aspects of me versus just being business me. Like I've been able to focus on my family. You know, I cook every day or every other day, if anything. And I just, I have been able to just relax because business is flowing without me. So I feel like starting a business that needs me. And that's one reason why I got out of Airbnb. Like, yeah, I, lo- I loved it overall because I mean, it was a great experience. I always had a unit so I can go vacation in. And then of course, you know, my units, when I did get them in a good area, they were booked up really good. But then again, there's downsides to that too. There were times where I was inconvenienced because my lock boxes didn't work and I had to go to my units to go add a, I mean, my, my electronic um, lock didn't work and I had to go add a key lock box on my units. It's just times where I was inconvenienced. So anywho, when you have money, or, or when you don't have money, you have problems regardless. Money problems come at whatever level that you're at. If you don't have enough money, then there's a problem there. Money is actually not a problem at that point. You just need more of it. But I truly feel like if we learn how to manage what we have, we'll get somewhere. Like when it comes down to not making enough money, well, there's no way to really kind of like make more. You know, there's not really a way to make more of what you don't have. 
except for going out to get more of it, if that makes sense. Like, if you only have a little bit of money and all you have is your bill money, then that's all you have. You can't generate more from what you already have unless you go out there and get more. That's how you change that. And if you have a lot of money, well, you need to make sure that you're investing into the right things because your a lot of money will turn into a little bit of money very fast if you don't. And this is why millionaires go from rich to poor very fast or from rich or and wealthy to, 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 to not, you know, to bankruptcy, from millionaires to bankrupt, from billionaires to bankrupt. If you see all these millionaires and billionaires filing bankruptcy, it's because they have, it's not because they broke, they still got more money than you, but in the end of the day, they had money problems. They invested into the wrong thing or they overinvested into something when they should have invested a little bit or they put all the eggs in one basket and it didn't work out and the eggs are all now cracked or something. The business is not as profitable anymore. It's making money, but it's not generating enough money to operate to where we are making profit. Revenue and profit are two different things. Let's not have a business class here, guys. But so in the end of the day, when we're judging people and when we're looking at people in their situation, know that everybody have money problems. Money problems, I think is ev- that's one problem that I feel like everyone has at some point. Not to say you'll always have a bad relationship with money, but that's why your relationship with money needs to be secure. You need to know what it is. Even when you're at your lowest, you need to know where you want to be. When I used to when I used to be at my lowest, one thing I used to always manifest is success and prosperity over my life and the things that I want to do. I used to be on social media. I was the same star Eric on social media back in 2018, 19, and 17, 2017, 18, 19, just praying, always praying and showing people what I, where I was in life. I was at the bottom of the food chain, y'all. I was literally going to Amscot and getting Amscot cash advances. I used to get $500, and every, other, and every other week I used to have to give it back on my paycheck schedule, and then I used to have to give back 552 I know 300 is 331 400 is 441 and then 500 was 552 You had to pay back, so $52 on top of the 500 And I used to literally flip Amscot cash advances, so... I was working, um, I was running my um, beauty bar at the time. So I was doing hair, selling hair, selling products and all of that. And then I was also, I ended up getting an overnight job at the end of 2000 of the, at the end of 2017, when I was like seven months pregnant with my daughter, because business just got slow. And I was just like kind of tired of like, you know, the rat race and not just tired of the rat race, but like the slow seasons. I didn't really, that was my first time like being full on entrepreneur from January that year. Um, to the end of the year. So from January to December, I was doing hair the whole year. I had uh, a $700 car note at the time. I was just doing a lot. I was making like $1,000 a week. And that was good money at that time back in 2017 when my rent was like $7.95. But (laughs) all that to say, money problems still came. At some point, I literally repoed my first car, my brand-new Chrysler, because I was tired of paying $6.96 a month. I got into that car note expecting, you know, because the salesman told me, oh, after six months, you know, you can come back and you can refinance. Well, he lied because after, after as soon as I walked, drove off the lot, within those six months, my car had depreciated so much, I was upside down $16,000. It wasn't even worth what I had paid for it. So, again, money problems come. But that's where financial literacy is at. And that's why I preach financial literacy so much and why I wrote the book Millionaire Secrets. Not because this book is going to make you a millionaire, but because this book is going to teach you the, the basis of finance, the basis of credit. And it's going to teach you how to repair your credit, how to fix things and remove negative items off your credit. It teaches you those things, those things that the top 1% ain't going to tell you because they're already there. They're, they're not going to care that you're not there. 
So my whole point is, this is why I wrote Millionaire Secrets. It, it is, it's not just to teach you about credit or credit repairs, to teach you about business credit, business loans, how to build your business, all that kind of stuff. Because money problems come at any stage. And you have to learn to grow with it. You have to learn how to manage your money, manage those things. Because in the end of the day, you can have a lot of money. And again, you mishandle the money. So then what do you do now? Or you don't know how to, to, to start a business or get some, get, you know, outside of the nine to five mentality where you can work a nine to five and still have a side hustle. Because I promise you, you need about two to three jobs to live in this world these days. So at the end of the day, money problems come at any level. You just have to learn how to navigate through those times and those troubled times. Like you have to learn how to like learn a little bit more about finances, become more financially literate so that in the end of the day, you're able to navigate those money problems because you're going to have them at every level. And if you don't know how to manage your money at a low level, you're going to get way more money and you're going to be way more broke. Because I promise you, at the higher level, your bills be higher, your liabilities be higher, everything be higher. And, yeah, you got more money, but you do have more bills because you have more overhead and all of that. Especially if you're running a business, you got a team, you got more people relying on your income versus you just going to work, clocking in and clocking out. So, in the end of the day, I just, I did not want to make this video long. So, I know that I stated in the last episode that we were going to do 15 episodes for season one of Suddenly Still Podcast. Unfortunately, if I did 15 episodes, then that 15th episode would go into January 2nd, 2024. And I did not want season one to spill over into into 2024, especially because I have so much planned for 2024. And I just don't want to start the year off that way. So unfortunately, this will be the last episode of Suddenly Still Podcast season one. I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I know that our podcast didn't get a chance to grow as big as I wanted it to grow within this last, um, you know, within the time frame that I have. But it has grown so much since my birthday, September 26th. This has been an amazing journey to just navigate life's challenges in, in honor of my son, Liam. My stillborn experience and my stillbirth experience really led me to find a new purpose in life. And it taught me how to navigate life's challenges in the middle of life's challenges. Because in the end of the day, life does not stop because we're hurting. Life does not stop because we're going through so much. Life does not stop because in the end of the day, it has to keep going in order to keep going to get us to where we're meant to be. Like pain and all of that stuff, it happens, life happens, things happen, but that's not where we're meant to lay. It's not where we're meant to rest in. We're supposed to continue to keep going, and we're forced to keep going because I promise you the day is not going to stop. It's going to go day and night and day and night, and you're going to go hour for hour and day for day and minute for minute until you learn how to navigate life's challenges, how to grow through the pain, how to go through the pain through the pain and you grow and you go and you grow and you go and you keep growing because in the end of the day you get stronger and stronger every trial and tribulation that we face we get stronger and stronger if we might not be able to see it while we're in the middle of it but I promise you when this when the smoke clears you'll be able to see just how much stronger you are you're powerful you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you because in the end of the day I pray about any and everything I want to do in life, anything, anything and everything I have planned for myself. I pray that my plans always align with God's plans. I don't like to be disappointed and I don't like to feel defeated. But in the end of the day, that disappointment and defeat is what made me who I am today. If I didn't have those no's or the rejection that I did or any type of hardships that I faced, I wouldn't know how to navigate. Maybe if I wouldn't have lost my son, I wouldn't be sitting here today. I always say, like, what can I do to honor my boy? 
and it was it, I, I can't I couldn't rest in grief at first I was going to make a podcast just about grief and heartache and just the things that I the what I lost focusing on what I lost which of course I lost my son I can never get my child back. So in the end of the day, I didn't want to rest in grief. I wanted to learn how to navigate in the middle of all of that. That's why I didn't do my podcast until a time where I was ready to move forward and honoring my son in a different way. I'm not going to honor him just focusing on what I lost, but what I did gain. I gained purpose. I gained a new purpose. Yes, having my daughter gave me a, a meaning in life. It gave me a reason. It, she gave me just so much. And then my son gave me a new purpose, a newfound purpose. And that purpose is just learning how to help others navigate. One thing that someone told me is, dang, God always giving you the issues and the, pro- and the problems because he knows you're going to tell it. And I, and I take that, and I didn't, I didn't even get offended because I know one thing I'm going to do is tell my story. One thing I'm going to do is tell the goodness of God, no matter who it is or no matter what I'm going through. I try always try to find a positive in the middle of what I'm going through. And even when I'm in the middle of it and I can't see a way out, I just pray my way through. I pray my way through. I press my way through because in the end of the day, I have God. And as long as I have God, it doesn't matter who's against me. It doesn't matter who likes me, who doesn't. You know, everybody's not going to see my heart. Everybody's not going to see me for who I am. And that's just what I want to give you. Everybody's not going to see you for who you are. Some people are going to have their own depiction of you. They're going to all have their own, you know, their thoughts about you and opinions about you. But that doesn't make you who you are. Your character and everything else and the work you do in life is going to always speak for you. So if you if you if you rest where people in their negativity and their, their negative thoughts, if you didn't have those people, those naysayers, then, then what you going hard for? We don't focus on the people, the negatives and the naysayers. We're doing it for the people who needs us. So when you focus on your why, what you doing it for? Why are you doing it? Why are you going so hard? It's not to impress the naysayers. It's to it's to it's to show and it's to and it's to it's to be the example and the leader that leads the pack. And the pack ain't the naysayers. It's not the negative people. It's the people that need you. So, yes, we talked about money problems. We talked about minute by minute. We talked about grief. We talked about miscarriage and stillbirth, child loss, the effects of that. Um, forgiveness and just we've talked about so much on this podcast and I can truly say that I have learned how to navigate life's challenges and I continue to learn how to do so every day because life is very challenging to live but we don't have a um a turn on or a turn off switch or when problems come and when they stop and when they end we have to literally grow through and go through and get through them we have to faith it until we make it not fake faith we have to faith it until we make it because we have to lean on God, even in times where things get rough or things get tough or we don't know which way to go. And that's why I said, you guys, if you guys have topics y'all want me to navigate with y'all, please, please, please drop them in the comments below. Um, I will um, take submissions in the, in the comments below. Do not inbox. Do not do any of that. Make sure you guys drop a comment. Make sure you like um, videos, share the podcast reels on TikTok, Instagram, um, everywhere. <laughs> share them everywhere um especially and even on youtube shorts i post youtube shorts sometimes but i just want to continue to grow i want to focus like i said i'm going to um I'm still going to have my other videos, so I'm going to go back into my normal content, which is credit and finance. I'm going to go back to teaching because it is the top of the year, and this one people have money. So what? Are, what is the the what? There's no better way to talk about money and money problems, and, and to get back to teaching about money and how to manage it and how to do this and how to do that, than when people finna have the most money of their lives, which is at the top of the year. And so that's my focus. My focus is to get back on business. This last quarter of the year, I focused on. Um, 
on this podcast. I did the entire quarter was dedicated to my podcast. I didn't really do much about business this last this last quarter. I just wanted to rest. I have been on go for the last four years, almost um, May of 2024 will make four years since the millionaire table has been up and running. And I'm just, I've been running. I've been on go 2022. I was forced to take the year off because I was sick in 2023. I voluntarily took the year off so I could focus on my mental health just focus on me, focus on my family, just living life every day because I literally almost lost my life um, in the midst of trying to bring life into the world. And I lost his life. And it's just, just, I couldn't stay there. Um, I remember getting a bear, the heartbeat bear that everyone gets, you know, well, not saying everyone, but a lot of people get um, to hear their child's heartbeat and stuff like that, whether they alive or passed away. And I got the bear and I realized I, I sent the bear right back to Amazon because I realized that's not going to help me. It's not going to help me navigate. It's not going to help me heal. It's only going to continue to remind me of what I don't have. I can never hear that beating heart. So it, it it's like things like going to the gravesite. Um, I hadn't actually been to my son's grave since his headstone got laid down in August. I didn't go back to his birthday, which was November 29th, 2023. And I didn't go back. Um, I haven't been back since. Um, because I don't have the desire to rest in a grief-filled place, a saddened, heartbroken, sorrowful place. I, I can't stay there. I have a child that's alive that needs me. I have a husband. I have a family. I have a team. I have so many people that rely on me, and I also need me. And my son, unfortunately, he does not need me. I'm not even going to say unfortunately. Fortunately, my son does not need me, and I think I have finally gotten to that place. It has been a year since that day. My son is now a year old. He and I know that he his little chunky cheeky self is up there looking at me like, Mama, what are you doing? What are you doing? Continue to do that podcast like I gave you. I gave you that podcast so you can continue to continue to it's like I feel like I have been so consistent with the podcast just in honor of my son and I've been pushing this podcast so much because it's like my way of honoring him without grieving him in a bad way or without forgetting him or without you know forgetting what it was that he was meant to do for me he did so much for me and just carrying him bringing him to life it, it was so powerful just to have Liam in my body and I, I named him champ and there's no champion without champ. And I was the champion. He was the champ. And we were one in the same. And it's like he served his purpose. His season was up. And it's now time for me to continue on and, and continue on to the finish line. That's what I've been doing ever since then. And I can truly say, like, Suddenly Still Podcast has been my baby, literally. And I have absolutely enjoyed putting my all into this podcast. I have edited it. I have produced it. I have done two angles and one angles and everything. And it's just been me on this podcast. I didn't want to bring anyone on. And I may bring people on, like I said, in 2024. I have so much planned. I think about, I think I want to bring on guests. And even if it's not random guests, but like my husband and just hearing his point of view of things and my and my daughter. Um, I know uh, we went viral on Instagram and TikTok from, and, and on Facebook, um, from a video that I posted, because I do try to post like videos every now and then, you know, when I'm in my feelings, I just create little videos and I, and I didn't expect to do what it did. So, of course, my daughter's been trending lately and her amazing ways. And I do want to um, just slowly maybe introduce, you know, her to the world in that aspect. Everybody know Marvelous Toots. She is Marvelous Toots on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. 
So make sure y'all follow her. Um, follow my family channel, um, which is the Simpson Squad One. The Simpson Squad Number One is my family channel. Um, I'm going to focus on there. I'm going to continue to focus on content creation. I am a paid content creator, so I definitely want to um, continue to just put my energy there and get back to teaching. And that's what my YouTube channel is going to be back focused on: credit and finance and teaching. Um, and then season two of Suddenly Still Podcast will come back, and I probably I'm going to try my best to do 15 episodes for that one. <laughs> um, it's going to be again every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Um, 6 p.m. EST when I do return I will be announcing on our social media platforms so make sure you are following Sunday Still Podcast on all platforms and look up for, look out for updates because um, I might just come in with just an encouraging word uh, I might just come on with an encouraging video it might not be no new episodes for the podcast but I might just come on just to say hi or something and just create something for y'all but in the meantime make sure y'all like comment subscribe and when you are notified of that new video Every time I post, make sure that you actually go watch that video. Um, again, thank y'all so much for tuning in, Millionaires. It has been a great ride. And this is to, this is until next time, Suddenly Still Podcast. And we're signing out for season one. Have a great one.